Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for July 25th through the 31st of 2021. Now, I'm recording this on Thursday and hoping to get it up early, which would probably be very, very early morning Friday for everyone. And I wanted to quickly put on your radar that my sister friend colleague, Cinnamon Rose, who I will be collaborating with in August and probably September too. So I'd like you to get familiar with her if you're not already. Our full moon is tomorrow, the 23rd, and she's doing an Aquarius full moon group energy session. Friday, July 23rd, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. It's going to be on Zoom. She's asking for a $40 energy exchange, but this is a powerful time to gather in group, number one, but also to get these tools and skill sets that she offers because she is also a healer, coach, teacher guide person in our world. And her bullets for this, just to pique your interest, if you're interested before I go on to the forecast, she says her focus is gonna be preparing the nervous system. We cannot hear when we are activated in anxiety or too dorsal, which is depression. Number two says energetically removing any stories, beliefs, thought patterns in the form of vibrations that create blockages to presence and stillness. Number three, attuning our throat chakra, which is the energy center of listening. Number four is whatever messages come through from the guides and spirit, because she is also a pretty stellar channel as well. So if you're in need of a little bit of support around this full moon, which is pretty intense. I will be there and Cinnamon is really pretty amazing. So you can find her on Instagram under Cinnamon Rose Priestess and her website is priestesswarriorlover.com. And like I said, this is early for my forecast to go up, but I wanted to try to catch you all before Friday because full moon is pretty intense and I loaded a bunch of divinations for the Leo Aquarius lunation that is so special and facilitating a pivot point in our rhythm around here. So I have included those in the blog as well. So that is the perfect segue to introduce these divinations. And because it is such an important lunation, I've uploaded individual support in the form of divinations. Please feel free to reach out to me with any aha moments or confirmations that come through the guidance. So there are links here for the divinations for the Aquarius full moon, which is happening this Friday, the 23rd, the new moon in Leo, which is happening August 8th, the day after the gate of power. So all in that window, three days before the day of and three days after is always the window of power for the new moon and the Leo gate falls in there. And Cinnamon and I are going to collaborate for that. And then August 22nd is the second Aquarius full moon, and this kicks off a whole new rhythm, which I discuss on all of those. So that's extra bonus material. Let's dive into the forecast, which is pretty rich in and of itself. So our week kicks off on Sunday, the 25th, with Mercury opposing Pluto. This opposition is between your ideas, thoughts, and concepts, and your unconscious drives, supporting some deep digging into the power of your mind and thoughts. How has your thinking shaped your choices over the last six months? Are you still operating from an old paradigm of thought? Any opposition is a chance for true integration, and we will always have to work at balancing our conscious and unconscious thinking as it affects our day-to-day choices. 
This could be a good time to consult with a trusted advisor or wise friend to clarify what is coming into your conscious awareness about your own self-sabotaging ideas or habits. This activation supports pulling it out by the root. Often we address the symptoms rather than the true cause of our discomfort. Pluto won't allow that. It's time to go deeper and recognize your own power, the power of your heart and mind, and find that middle ground that allows you peace within and effectiveness without. Deep breath. So then we have Tuesday, the 27th, Mercury's going to enter Leo. So it's in Cancer when it links up with Pluto. But a couple days later, it moves into Leo. This is where we're still coming out of that retrograde, right? Mercury rewired our thinking and consciousness in the Gemini department of life. Then we had three weeks in Cancer to recover and feel into what has shifted and what will be needed in the near future. But as it moves into Leo now, we can start to make new connections to how we'd like to express ourselves now that we've recalibrated on an internal level. This year, more than ever, it is time to think with your feelings. Don't let the monkey mind lead. Naturally, the external will begin to reflect the upgrade to your consciousness. In Leo, we are deeply supported to activate our most unique genius and brilliant creativity, or at least infuse our ideas with some new love, light, and truth. Get creative and be open, optimistic, playful, and detached from outcome as you play with new ways of communicating with others and expressing yourself in a more authentic way. That's coming from a lot of different directions that we need to be more authentic. Certainly that's what time it is when it's Leo time every year. So at the end of this blog, I'm also gonna relink the goddess videos because I can't believe it's been a full year since I uploaded them, but they are perfect for Leo Virgo time, which we're moving into soon. But I do believe I mentioned those in the divinations as well, because there's lots of good advice in all four of those goddess videos that are perfect for right now. So that was the 27th, which is Tuesday. On Wednesday, the 28th, Jupiter retrograde is going to re-enter Aquarius until December 28th, which is basically the end of the year, New Year's Eve. July, August brings an opportunity to do some very deep soul work if you co-create with the personal planets as they engage with Jupiter in Aquarius for the last time in 12 years. I like to reflect on the order of, in this case, expansion and education that happens first with Venus, July 22nd, today that I'm making this recording, and your values and priorities where relationships and finances are concerned. So this is an expansion that Jupiter across the way is doing to Venus, and that makes it personal. It makes it particularly personal for those with Leo, Aquarius, or Taurus, Scorpio. Then Mars on July 29th, and your identity and purpose, where who you are and what you want are concerned, are getting this integration and upgrade and expansion in education. Then Mercury, August 10th, will connect you to new ideas, thoughts, and concepts, or it will expand the old ones thanks to Jupiter. But an integration of your everyday thinking and your consciousness is concerned here. And finally, the sun on August 19th will come in to illuminate and energize what you believe to be true or possible for yourself at this time. This is the last chance to initiate and expand your Aquarius department and integrate and explore your Leo department for the next 12 years. As we do that, Our Taurus Scorpio departments are going to have to grow out of comfort zone and into new territory. During December to May, basically the early part of 2021, 
Jupiter started some kind of expansion in Aquarius for you that it will finish up now until the first of the year, 2022. So we have the rest of this year, basically, to learn what we can and ground or anchor that wisdom rather than going into it here. I'm also going to refer you back to two different posts that are both worth reviewing right now. That is the June 20th to 26th of 2021 was a weekly forecast post where I went deep into it when Jupiter moved into Pisces. And then I did its own separate post for Jupiter in Aquarius, Pisces, and Aries, because that gives us right now in the Aquarius, Pisces, and a little bit of a heads up for when it moves into Aries, which is going to be in the middle of 22. That's that's going to be next spring. So there's some relevant reflections there. We got lots of bonus goodies in this forecast. So now we move to Thursday, July 29th, when Mars will oppose Jupiter at the very last degrees of Leo Aquarius before it moves immediately on the same day into Virgo. So it's the last few seconds, which is potent. It's so powerful to have this right before it slips into Virgo to do some additional processing. That's also very, very important. So this energy is perfect for working on your grand vision. And that is exactly what you'll feel like doing under this influence. Anything or anyone that blocks you from that should be consciously and kindly dealt with and then get on to it. Mars is action and Jupiter is expansion and they are dancing together. It can be a selfish, undirected dance where no one wins or it can be the beginning of something huge. You are using this energy to access the single mindedness of Mars to accomplish the huge goals of Jupiter. The downfall of this energy is to allow Mars ego, which is edging God out, to lead when it serves a better purpose, being the strength, not necessarily the strategy, and allow Jupiter's connection to the higher truth for you to guide you on your path. The Jupiter in you sees the bigger picture, your infinite potential that it longs to fulfill. Get out of your own way. Watch the inclination to quote unquote overdo everything, spending, physical activity, overpromising, under delivering, etc. Stay within your own physical limits, but expand the limits of your consciousness. Fellow astrologer Robert Hand says the sense of timing of your actions may leave you and even others amazed and sure that you are lucky, but really you have succeeded because you have a complete understanding of the situation. Okay, deep breath. So that's that expanded overview that Jupiter allows us to have so that we can be mindful of those choices that we make, which is actually a really good thing that immediately following this activation on the same exact day, Mars is going to move into Virgo. And that's going to allow you to really process whatever big aha moments or clarity or creativity that's come up with Mars and Jupiter just touching each other briefly. It's so powerful. But then Mars is going to spend two months in Virgo, allowing you to assimilate some of this. That kicks off our Thursday. So on the 29th, Mars is going to enter Virgo until September 14th. This is a time to channel your energy into the practical mundane areas of your life, giving special attention to the day-to-day details or your daily rhythm and routine. One of the things you can do with this energy is to add some soul, fire, source, core energy into your work, access your skilled warrior nature, access healing through writing your own poetry, 
Take some time to free flow and see what comes of it, if you have a little time and space to do so. You may feel a sense of urgency and want to push onward, hoping to avoid certain obstacles in your path, but you must balance your warrior healer with your own discernment of when to bound onward determinedly or detach, let go, and let God, right? So when do we dig in and don't give up? And when do we let go and know that we need to surrender? This is the best energy to recalibrate your own sense of right timing so that you can always recognize the divine time and order of whichever path you ultimately choose. This is a very determined energy, Mars and Virgo. Direct it mindfully and you will make great strides in grounding the essentials at this time. It is also a good energy for intentional solitude. This is a time when some people can and will thrive in solitude, making real inner connections, rarely feeling lonely, but rather acknowledging the necessity of periods of aloneness to discern who you are and what you want, which is basically every two years when Mars circles back here to Virgo. So this will affect those with Virgo, Pisces, and Gemini, Sag energies activated. The last time Mars was in Virgo was August, September 2019, and the next time Mars will be in Virgo is July, August of 2023. So like I said, it's a two-year cycle, basically. Then the last thing is Saturday the 31st when Cirrus will enter Gemini until May 15th of 2022. This is also an extended party. Cirrus rules how we nurture and like to be nurtured. As it moves through the signs, it also moves through your respective houses activating your planets and bringing some much needed energy to those zones. It takes about five years for Cirrus to move through all 12 signs. So the last time it was in Gemini was June, July of 2018. And FYI, the next time will be May, June of 2026. What is special about this year, 2021, is that it will linger and retrograde there. So that means we all get a concentrated dose of nourishment in our Gemini, Sag, Virgo, and Pisces departments by default. It is a once in five years renewal in the Gemini zone and is asking you to consider how much your Sag zone has evolved in the last two to three years because now you can nurture whatever is solid or release whatever is no longer nurturing you. Meantime, the Virgo Sag zones will have to grow out of comfort zone and into new territory, which suggests that there is probably some neglect or a need for a check-in there too. So normally, Cirrus spends about two months on a sign. So to be there from now, basically all of August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, that's 10 months in Gemini. It's going to retrograde October 8th and go direct January 14th of 2022. This will affect those, of course, with Virgo, Pisces, Gemini, Sag, energies activated. And as I said above, the last time Cirrus was in Gemini was June, July of 2018. The next time will be May, June of 2026. And here I've linked the goddess videos, Lilith, Hathor, Artemis, and Hecate. Lilith is the goddess of power and self-reliance. And it's only 16 minutes. Hathor is the goddess of beauty and self-love. And that's only 22 minutes. Artemis is the goddess of sovereignty and self-care. Only 10 minutes. And Hecate is the goddess of boundaries and self-worth, which is 12 minutes. It is the perfect time to review these ladies, everyone, because it will give you some ideas about how to nurture yourself better, how to replenish yourself better 
how to really connect to your bigger vision and dreams of what's most important, vital to you, your unique brilliance and the connection to what you offer that is so special at this time that you're cultivating and integrating that deeper wisdom that you are beginning to embody. So there are certain adjustments that have to be made as you rise into your new emergent self, right? And that's what the whole Leo Aquarius zone is all about. And it's bringing in these other things that are beautiful complements to the self-work we have to do. So this was a pretty packed week. I've included a number of bonus goodies. Check them out when and if you're able and absolutely feel free to reach out. Email me kelly at karmictools.com with any aha moments or questions along the way. And so that's it for now. Reach out if you need to. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of my community. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.